What's up, guys? Glad to be back. Haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, so, just kind of want to talk about uh, <clears throat> how to uh, how to fucking win. You know, like you know, really these tournaments can help, or the, really this like philosophy can apply to any tournament. But I'm more so speaking to like uh, like the up and comers and just people who want to get a big win, you know, get a big win under their books before they go pro. Uh, I uh, probably know, if you don't know, I won Bowling Grain and lost Nassim Worlds by a stroke. And uh, the biggest thing, I, like, the biggest take I got out of that was like, just you can visualize and manifest yourself to fucking doing anything. It's doesn't matter who you are. It's super possible. I'm not just saying that because it sounds good. I, I fucking mean it. <laughs> so let me start. Let me go back some years. Like I always wanted to, I guess, represent Illinois. Uh, I just. I mean, my goal was really fucking low. I should have set my goals way higher. But uh, one thing, like, back then, it was, like, Steven Jacobs, um, Spencer Wilkin, uh, Kenny Glassman. And uh, I was really – I was always a big fan of David Wiggins Jr., too. Um, he – I think he, I think they called it the triple crown. He won the triple crown, Bowling Green, Nats, and Worlds. It's a little amateur back then. I don't, I don't even know. But, uh, so like I was always inspired by, I, I just always wanted to represent Illinois. And then fast forward a few years, you know, you got, you got Isaac McDonald, you got IMAC. He was, uh, he was a runner up and the world champion eventually. Um, you got, Gavin Rathbun, he won Nats. He was in the final nine at Worlds. Uh, <clears throat> I just I just wanted to represent Illinois. And I just knew if them motherfuckers can do it, I could, you know. And you also gotta be realistic with yourself. I mean, if if you just some people are physically capable of doing things, and if you just feel in your gut that, well, fuck, if these guys can do it, then I can do it, well then go do it. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. Um, but I uh, I was really just obsessed with just representing Illinois. I don't know what the fuck. I don't even know why. Just wanted to represent Illinois. And uh, so I remember, I remember, I forgot what year it was, but I remember IMAC had just... Uh, he was so close to winning worlds, like by out like one hole. And looking back at it, I actually fucking lost. I think like the last no, never mind. But uh, like I was like, I always just knew that like Isaac and Gavin and eventually Tom and like Tom Earhart and just I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank, but like. There was just so many people that I just knew were going to be fucking world-class names. But I also just knew, like, they weren't doing anything that I wasn't doing. So, 
let's fucking get it, you know? And if, if you want, if you want to do something ex- extraordinary, I've already learned this in my, my young years of life. You got to set your goals really fuck. You got to set, you, you got to set your goals higher than you think. And I really mean that, like, you will never exceed your wildest expectations and your wildest dreams. You will never exceed them. I want, I was so obsessed with fucking winning Bowling Green Nats and Worlds that I came up fucking a stroke. I didn't even win them all. And that's good. I mean, that shows the power of manifestation. That shows the power of visualization and obviously super hard fucking work. But if I would have set my fucking goal to let's win the little am tour, let's win all these big amateur events and then let's go onto the pro tour and fucking finish top 10 and top 20 every single tournament or finish or no, not even. And then let's no, no, not even that's way too low. I should just want, should have just, should have just thought win all win the Bowling Green and Nats and Worlds and some other eight tiers or whatever, and then go win a pro tour event the same year. Because if I would have set my goals to that and I would have exceeded goals after fucking Bowling Green Nats and Worlds, A, I don't think I would have got so damn burnt out. And B, I would I would have I would have accomplished more. Um not saying I didn't accomplish much, but I just know that if I set, if I would have set my goals high, higher, I would have fucking exceeded it. I learned that with 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 finance. You you set a certain you set a certain goal out with how much you want to make or what you want to have a bank and you reach it. You're like, well, fuck! I should have set my goal down higher. Um, but the biggest thing is is like if you just if you have this reality, like you know you're an up and comer, you know that like. Not even you're up and comer, fuck that. If you know that there's a tournament, there's a local tournament, and you're really good at that course, and you give a fuck if it's the Namas division, and you know you can win, then take these fucking steps I'm about to tell you and fucking do it. Um, because the biggest thing you got to realize, too, is uh, success leaves clues. And that's a fucking fact. So... When you look at other people's success and you 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 try to mimic that or you try to you know look you try to study what they did, well fucking do something similar because it's you know success will always lead clues. But uh so I guess the biggest thing to start off is I'm I'm very big on obviously visualization and manifestation. Um I had a weird spiritual awakening when I found like Earl Nightingale and realize the power of using your mind as someone who has a fucking crazy mind and like i'm you could probably hear the way i talk like i I mumble i talk too fast because my brain moves so fucking fast um but once you learn how to fucking control that and you put it towards something that's worth value to you whether it's sculpting or fucking ice skating or porn i don't give a fuck like become a good porn star good for you you know whatever the fuck it is just uh you you gotta take you gotta tap into this weird fucking spiritual realm of just like 
when I say personal development, because that's just so fucking cheesy, but like, there's just this reality. Like, once like your third eye opens, and this sounds so, once your third, like, once you learn how to use your fucking third eye, and like, once you learn how to, once preparation meets opportunity, and once, once you visualize something happening, and then you, you work your ass off doing it, and then, and then, and then, and then, and, and then what you visualize actually comes to fruition and, and, and it actually works. And you like, you like get like this, this inner power and that could be in anything, you know, work, fucking business, I don't, you know, sports, obviously. Like first thing I would suggest is tapping into your mindset of, of visualizing nothing but positivity. Because one thing that that fucks that that really fucks you up in disc golf is, is a negative mind, and I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I know firsthand what that is, so don't even tell me that. Like that's not even an argument. Like I'm known as like the local hothead that would fucking snap discs in half and freak the fuck out. Like you have to have a positive fucking mind. Like you have like so if you like. If you think that like this is weird or like just not on your level, like well, then you got some fucking spiritual work to do. I, I I believe that because there is just something powerful transforming your mindset by using your own mind. I don't know. It's so weird. But like one thing I did, so like I realized like once I when Gavin won Nats, I was like, fuck, I was like, I can fucking do this. Like, I want this tournament. And I, like, I was so close. I swooped up the last round. It could have been an Illinois fucking, uh, you know, playoff at home one. But, like, I knew I was like, next year I'm winning this bitch. You know what I mean? And uh, once you, once you kind of, like, visualize what you want and you're set on what you want and this could be something so simple like this doesn't have to be something so deep but like say it's a small say it's a tournament and you know the people there that you beat and you know everything like that that you can't do so fucking find someone like listen to something listen to stuff that gets like your brain listen to positive mindset stuff and like get your brain visual you know visualize you know a positive outcome and and practice as if like you're already in the fucking moment and once you once you like right what like once you have a like a grip of like the reality of what you can do then you just need to absolutely work your fucking ass off like there it needs to be an obsession. It need you need to fucking dream about making putts and wake up, dream, wake up, like control your fucking dreams of like just like chains hitting the fucking, you know, just chains ringing and 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 that that feeling like like that good ass feeling when you rip a disc like just constantly in your hand like I don't know just really really just work your fucking ass off and as much as you fucking can and. You visualize it. I mean, this shit comes to fruition. I think that's powerful. And I personally think that's why that's what separates Macbeth more than anyone. I don't think that Macbeth is any better 
than like in terms of skill, like better than anyone on the tour. You know, I think Evan Rathbun is fucking just as good as Macbeth. I really do. What separates Macbeth is obviously experience. And I think that Macbeth has tapped into this, this just, like I said before, the spiritual fucking realm of, of visualization and manifestation that he, he knows what's cap- what he's capable of doing. He just fucking does it. He works towards doing it. I don't think Drew Gibson, or I don't think Chris Dickerson, I don't think any, I just think that Macbeth has the strongest fucking mindset and that only comes with, with feeding your brain positive, positive words, positive phrases, positive outlooks, you know, just, I truly think that that's what separates Macbeth uh, from everyone else. But if you can't, you know, if you, if you visualize that you obviously work your ass off, like in terms of like practice, I would just like, I think that, I think that fucking field work is, is super underrated. And I think that, I think that if you do like a 60 40 ratio of fucking field work and 40%, like 60% field work and 40% of the cores, I think that you would separate, like, you would completely, like, say you have a group of friends like that alone would you would you would just start performing way better and not and just you eventually get to a point where you're like levels above them um because what that does is is you fucking like when, when you when you're when you're in a fucking field for two hours instead of playing an 18 hole round and you're in that fucking field and it's hitting an hour and a half two hours and you throw in that fucking disc that same goddamn disc and that, and that same five discs, that same 10 discs, 30 times, 20 times, you start to develop this beautiful bond, <laughs> this awesome relationship with it that you can throw it however the fuck you want. I mean, I have this FD3 and I have a fucking MD2 that I'll throw it any, any fucking way I want. You know, it's, you just, once you learn how every single disc works and any opportunity at any angle at any wind at at any in any circumstance then what that that translates to the course so you got an upshot in the fucking field and it's a par four and you got a lot 245 upshot and all you can think about is fucking being in the backyard throwing 250 foot fucking shots and say Say your hyzer release is your favorite release. Well, goddamn, you just throw a goddamn hyzer with your fucking putter or your your fucking mid range or whatever the fuck you throw, and and you just go back to the field and your body's already done this fucking hundred times because you're in that damn field for two hours and sixty percent of your time throwing discs is fucking field work and knowing your discs. Well, goddamn, that upshot ain't gonna be shit. That that next hole where it's a tight tunnel shot and you fucking. And you and you and, and you've thrown the same set of putters fucking every single time in your main putter you've thrown 50 times the, this same angle it's just a little upshot well goddamn you don't see trees you don't see oh out of bounds you don't see water you don't fucking see you, you you don't see any of the negative shit that you put your mind into when I seen this Brian clip this Brian Earhart clip today he was like if you if you tell yourself don't put don't throw in the water well guess what you're programming yourself you're programming yourself to throw in fucking water. 
And uh, so once, once, once your body and your mind and your, you know, like you gain, you gain control by giving up control. Like once you're, once you, once you have enough muscle memory where your body, you just close your eyes and throw the fucking disc, like no hole is hard. No line is, is difficult. You just see that line and that angle and it's broken down to just those few things. Like you only see the angle of release. You only see how you're supposed to throw the disc. You only see your, your aiming point. You only see, you only visualize yourself parking the damn disc or throwing in the fucking hole. You know, like, so I think field work is extremely fucking important. If you don't do much field work, I'd do it. I'd switch, honestly, go to the fucking, go to the 75-25 ratio, dude. Stay away from your fucking local course that you've played a million times. Fuck that. Go fucking do field work and, and create a game out of it, dude. Like, I'm going to have a YouTube video soon of uh, this game that I do. I'll try to explain it now. Like, dude, just create a fucking game. Just have the upshot game. Throw three or four shots of each you no know, mid-range putter driver and 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 force yourself to make every single putt. And if you don't, you either die or just can you, you like if you don't make the putt, like you fucking like like score like do it with points. So like if you don't make that point, well you don't you don't get the point and, and do it with a friend and that way you're like it's a fucking point game now. So now you're just trying to get more points. You're not getting a stroke, you're trying to get points. So it's like the best whoever gets to to 15 points wins, you know, and fucking Eventually, that'll force your ass to fucking throw as close as you can because you're sick of putting and you're sick of that fucking far ass putt. So, you're going to force yourself to throw, you know, fucking uh, quick and fucking whatever. You know, or force yourself to throw it, you know, close to the basket. Um, another thing, too, is, uh, you know, disc golf is fucking weird and weird, like very, it's a weird motion doing a lot of hiking and then you're also twisting and twerking your body. Like if you're not doing like, and I'm serious, like literally 45 minutes to an hour a day of fucking stretching, like, and not just like putting my arm. No, I'm talking about getting on your hands and knees and putting your arm under your chest and fucking putting the weight of that on your chest. Like if you're not doing deep yoga, intense fucking stretches like you're also not going to reach your highest performance in terms of like flexibility and, and distance and you're gonna you're gonna get sore really easily you're gonna burn out quick and your muscles are gonna get really tense and the only way to make your muscles stronger and to get more flexible and shit like that is to stress them and that's you know do shit like there's this thing that i used to do uh, before you know, before each tournament, at like six in the morning, I do like a forty-five minute thing called uh, Ramwad, and uh, just an online thing, and do a free trial. It's fucking, it is so good on your fucking body. It is, you get in these poses you never thought your body could fucking do when you feel stretches in places you never thought you would feel stretched, and and then you're done, and and then also no, like before you're done, like you just catch yourself like your eyes closed and like. It's like, to me, it's like meditation. It was fucking dope. So, like, you do some crazy ass shit like that, and you fucking, you gotta take care of your body. You gotta stretch. This stuff is so fucking weird in your body. I mean, I was 18 with, like, back brought, like, a sciatica, and I couldn't even move and shit. Like, you gotta fucking stretch, dude. And 
I can't really talk much, but you gotta eat super fucking healthy too. That obviously helps too. But uh another thing about disc golf too, like say like you're like you need to be like an arrogant, like to yourself maybe, but like you need to before each shot, you need to tell yourself like, damn, I am the best fucking disc golfer. I'm gonna park this hole. Like you need you need you need to really talk to yourself, and that's so I don't know. I don't hear that getting much talk. Like, seriously, you got to fucking talk to yourself and give yourself positive thoughts and shit. Cause I fucking, I talk, I always tell myself I'm, I'm going to bang this fucking putt, you know, gain control by giving up control, you know, shit like that. And it's only done me good. And, and I got that from this book. Uh, I think it's putting on your mind or Zen golf or some shit. It's Dr. Bob Rotella. Fucking check him out. But uh, I think like I think if you look at if if you if you look at other people's success and you and, and then and you, you you truly believe that like damn I could fucking do that, you need to go fucking do that. Seriously, just go fucking do it. I haven't played disc golf and I don't fucking know. I know either. No, the last time I played a full round of disc golf, I completely burnt myself out. But uh, that's all another topic. But I, I still love helping people and I still love coaching people and shit. And I just wanted to make this little podcast and this little episode because it's, it's been on my mind lately. And, you know, with the sport growing, you know, like there's a lot of just pure fucking athletes in the sport coming out and, it's good to fucking see and anyone listening, dude, I'm telling you, shoot me a message like this. This, I promise it. It's hard work and which, which if you think about it, it's not even hard work because disc golf is so fucking fun. Like if you just work your ass off and just do a lot of, if you just occupy your time the right way with disc golf and you you balance out those the right kind of hard work and dude you can become really good really fucking quick and it's really not that hard i really don't think so so shoot me a fucking message thanks for uh thanks for listening i'm probably gonna keep posting more just rambling off on some disc golf topics i've been wanting to post about and talk about but i just don't fucking do it so <laughs> thanks for listening uh tune in next time fucking follow me on facebook and instagram